Ollie, good mate. We're back. Very, very good. That's right. We're, we're back. We got an invite back. How'd that happen? <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, Do you yeah. know how it happened? Yeah, please so, go. So no trade Costa has been uh, has been locked down in Darwin. Yeah, he's yeah. stuck. Yeah, because they, they had a, they had a good run in Canberra, and looks like obviously now things have changed. Everything in this situation's uh, evolving quite quickly. But he's yeah. now trapped up in in Darwin. It's quite convenient after yeah. he's run out of trades. He's he's gone missing, um, and nothing well, to be said. Well, you, well, talking about going missing, he did make it to the Tiwi Islands for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but he couldn't go swimming in the ocean because right. there were just crocs swimming past. That's so, unfortunate. I, I, I don't know. Like, that's, yeah, it seems like a, I don't know, questionable holiday choice. I mean, I'm sure the Tiwi Islands are fantastic, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I like my limbs. I think the, um, exactly right. I think obviously options are probably quite limited at the moment. I'd take anything. I'd take crocodile infested beaches if it meant I got out of the five kilometer uh, range that I'm currently subjected to. But I'm, I could have just, I could just picture him sitting on, you know, sitting on the beach, fending off crocodiles, listening to last week, cursing, cursing you, cursing me. So yeah. um, anyway, it's exactly good that right. we've been given the green light to come back. Yeah. So... I think one one reason why we were allowed back is we had some okay calls last week. Yeah, I feel pretty good about them. Um, yeah, I, th- I loved your Anari Tuala call. Yeah, that was good. Um, you know, I guess it's you know if you're looking for dart throw, that one would have been great. A couple of you know this center position, a couple of injuries and whatnot. So yeah, that one felt good. Josh Curran felt good. Uh, even mm. you and Aiken, I think, um, was out there. So. Yeah, we hit a couple of things last week. I think we read the games and not too bad. So, you know, hopefully yeah. there's only three weeks to go. Maybe maybe we'll get lucky with a couple more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Josh Curran won me my head-to-head in in like <laughs> crap. It, it was wild. Can I can I explain what happened? Yeah, go for it. I was, I was playing a friend of the show, Nicholas, and... I, I was beating him in every matchup and we came up to the Manly game on Saturday night. And at that point we both had Ponga as our captains mm-hmm. and we both had Turbo with, um, just as a reserve. Right. Yep. And I'm like, okay, if he's paying attention, he's going to swap Turbo in for his captain. I'm going to swap my captain to match him. I'm just going to just watch this like a Hawk and do it. Right. I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. I'm refreshing every five seconds. Finally, I refresh and our players for that game, they lock out, right? The, 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 the zeros like go yellow or orange or whatever color they go, yeah. showing you in the game day that they've locked out. And he hasn't changed it. I'm like, sweet. I'm sweet. Then I get a text from Beaver like half an hour later and he's like, oh, did you see what Nicholas did? I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Somehow he changed his captain and I didn't see it even after the lo- like the lockout. I don't, I don't know what was going on. Anyway, I hit the roof. I wasn't happy. But ultimately, Josh Curran's 139 points saves me, and I ended up winning by about 30-odd points and making it through. Get the week off. Get the week off. Which is huge for anyone that gets that because obviously now you can save trades. And uh, I mean, yeah. I'd be interested to know what the average trade remaining is for most teams. I'm sure it's not many. Um, I reckon it's about 0.7. Yeah, it'd be it'd be next to nothing. That's and there's yeah. obviously a lot of injuries that's been happening and and continue yeah. to happen. And now players getting arrested. Yeah. Um, I walked into 
I, I got 15, 14, felt pretty good, lost yeah. by 20. I walked into Bailey Simonson, who's come back from nowhere, <laughs> come back from nowhere and scored against you know, the storm. A trick against the storm. So, yeah. although funnily enough, you know, we were talking about the week before with Garrick. Obviously, Garrick's on fire at the moment. Um, yeah. But he got the hat trick against, or the double against Storm. Maybe that left edge against the Storm. Um, mm. I think it's Aramir out there. Maybe they're jamming a bit early. I think they've got um, Remus Smith, I guess, maybe not not top defender. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think Ma, actually, I think Tubbsy, top, top, Corey Thompson's out that way this week. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's definitely playable and. You know, maybe he'll get lucky with with a couple of tries out there. He's been playing good footy too. He has, yes. He He's actually in our uh, NFL draft uh, fantasy comp, and Is he? Uh, he missed the draft. He slept through it, I think. So oh, he's on what's his team. chat like? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Him and Matt Frawley. Um, okay. And Frawls is very, very good. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. He had the auto pick, so it'll be interesting how they go. Yeah, Frawls <laughs> made the final last year. Mm-hmm. Um, good to see him back in, in first grade this week. So, yeah, hopefully I'll come off the bench with the Raiders, so that'll be good. Yeah. Did you get a chance to watch many games on the weekend? Yes, I did. I think I watched... I think I watched all of them, to be honest. That's pretty really? great, isn't it? There's not much else to do. Had a pretty big week at work. Obviously, it was in finals, so I paid extra attention. Mm-hmm. I think I missed the beginning of the South-Titans game, although not much to... Not much there, except obviously it was a, a spanking um, mm-hmm. from the from the bunny. So, yeah, I think um, I think this last week kind of went to plan. I, there wasn't too many upsets, mm. if any, and and I guess majority of the game scripts went to plan. Although I will say, the Newcastle Sharks, the Knights Sharks game, um, probably wasn't as open as as we might have thought. Um, Ponga was very disappointing, as you touched very, on with yeah. the captain choice, but. I mean, they've got the dogs this week, so you hold true. But I mean, that he ultimately ended my season. Um, I really expected a bit more from him. Um, do you think that had a lot to do with Mitch Pierce? He's really taking control, isn't he? Um, yeah. And he's going quite direct. I just feel like sometimes, you know, Ponga just has been sitting behind. He sits behind the ruck waiting for his opportunities, but I guess he didn't really need to. Um, mm. Or every time they seem to sweep, um, it's just not for a try at this point. Like Bradman yeah. Best obviously had that breakthrough, set that one up for Tawala, pierced through that cutout ball out that left as well. But it, I guess the Sharks, you know, sometimes they can get into a bit of a grind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, defensively it was it was pretty tough. So yeah, it was just a low scoring one, and obviously not great for Supercoach. Yeah, you kind of forget. You know, we've been spoiled by so many high scoring games this year. That's right. Um, that when there actually is a tight, close one, you know, mm-hmm. kind of takes you back to the good old days. <laughs> sure does. Okay, so looking into this week, let's just have a have a quick chat. So what can people do if they have some trades left? So Titan Storm, Jerome Hughes is out. A lot of people would have had Jerome Hughes in their team. Yeah. Um, I guess assuming you have money for both choices, who would you pick between Cleary or DCE at this point? that's a tough one right because if you've got the money you're probably going Cleary just because of the point of difference and I know we you know I was quite confident last week that he probably wasn't even going to come back but if you've got they've got the Tigers next week Mm. that's probably and that's going to be a bit of a revenge game given their whole origin contingent was out at Leichhardt Um, that's right 
So you probably go Cleary. Although they do have South this week. Because mm. Manly finished quite strong, don't they? Because I've got, I've got DC. He's been quite good. And yeah. 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 I, DC def, definitely has the well, it has the slightly easier draw. Cleary has about a 40-point average difference over him, though. My, my only issue with Cleary is if he injures the shoulder again between now and round 25, what happens? Yeah. And also, the other thing is, is there still a chance that he gets rested in round 25 itself if, the, if they can't move up or down? It's interesting, right? Because that top three is pretty much set. Yeah. It's unlikely they'll get first. Mm. Can they realistically drop to fourth? I guess they could, but, you know, Parramatta have slipped out of there. The Roosters, they're not, they're not humming along. You know, they got pretty lucky last week in the end against Brisbane. So yes, yeah. seems like a tie risk. I guess they just want him match fit for the finals. Um, mm. And that's another good point. I mean, but Manly's still gunning for top four. That's right. And Cherry Evans probably not going to get rested, right? You wouldn't think so, especially I, if, to- if if Turbo does. Oh, and oh, this entire conversation is assuming that Turbo's playing, right? Like if, yeah. if Turbo's out, it's a clear Nathan Cleary choice. Yeah. And the other thing, I guess, with Hughes is, you know, it was pretty ugly head knock, right, last week. Yeah. I wonder how long he'll be out for. Yeah, I think it would be more than a week. Yeah, it seems silly to, to want to rush him back. Yeah. Um, so that is and, – and and I guess what's interesting as well is if you've got, got that, the halves have been such a high-scoring position, but only for a handful of players. So, it'd be, mm-hmm. you know, I think – I guess most teams would have been probably running too because Sam Walker was quite was quite um, quite popular at the backup. So, mm. yeah, I think – I think that's a good question. I think yeah, I think you go for Cleary if you haven't got the money just for point of difference, but obviously that comes with a lot of risk. Um, yeah. The you know the halves. Other than that, I mean, I remember listening to to Costa and Beaver talk about it the other week. I mean, you know, Mitch Pearce. I don't know if he's been scoring that well. Brooksy. No. I mean, it's not much, is it? No. Even even Sexton's been dropped. Yeah. Um. So now Fogarty's back. So yeah, it's. I guess it's all set and forget for now, but. Um, mm. But yeah, I think Manly have got the dogs coming up as well, and they absolutely pumped them. And now that the dogs are basically Phil Gould's come in and been pretty clear in saying that they're going to, you know, use this opportunity to try a couple of combinations before the end of the year. So mm. I think the game's going to be pretty open. Man, um, the combinations they seem to be trying is borrowing players from other teams. Yeah, that's right. So. What about, yeah, well, Ryan James, fine enough. Yeah. I think if I didn't end up playing, if all things, if you told me that you could have played him over Tupanur and, and got through to the next round, I would yeah. have told you you're, you're smoking something. But yeah. um, that was the reality. So he's actually playable now. Yeah. Um, and then they got the Cowboys next week. So, yeah, Manly, Manly's draw is, is immaculate. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, for, for me, for me, I think I'd go Cherry just because I, I wouldn't have, I don't, I don't have the trades to yeah. get rid of Cleary if Cleary does injure that shoulder, and he was definitely protecting it last game. Yeah, who are you running in your house at the moment? Uh, I've got Burton as oh, yeah. my only as my only active half, and I've got SJ who I've been kind of waiting to upgrade uh, to maybe one of these guys, but but as I've got the buy, I'll probably do that next week. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one because uh, 
because Jerome Hughes is very popular, right? Mm. Um, very popular player. Went on a real tear in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% sure what his ownership was, but it would have been quite high. So, mm. you know, I guess there's been some players come back this week. Um, at this stage, you're probably going to, you probably could run an AE to loop, mm-hmm. given how many, you know, fit, fit players you've got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is an interesting one. Mm. Mm. The other, I guess the other major thing from from this Melbourne team is Brandon Smith's been given a rest. So yeah. Harry Grant starts uh, in, in the nine. Um, he was one of my... Tra- so last week, my two trade-ins were, were Grant and, and Curran. Mm. Um, you feel I think great if, about that now. Yeah, I do. If uh, if you don't have Harry Grant, surely he's, he's your no-brainer option at hooker if you need a hooker, right? Yep. Looking at that, obviously they got the Titans this week. They had a big score put up against them last week. Damian Cook scored quite well at the hook and roll. Um, you'd think Grant will probably, you know, may stay at nine now for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Notwithstanding, it's you know, him and him and the Cheese can coexist. Yeah. Um, he was just going back to lock. I know. I think Fanukan went down mm-hmm. early, which probably messed with the rotations a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they seem to be getting enough minutes. Um, and the way that he plays, he gets the attacking stats and the other options at hooker are pretty thin. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's not much else there now, right? Like even, obviously, Reed Marnie's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Braley has been playable all year just, you know, by virtue of um, last man standing almost. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Cook's the only other sort of realistic option but um they got the bunny yeah they got the south actually have a little tricky two weeks yeah he's got panthers then roosters that's right yeah um and he's been a bit inconsistent whereas the storms i mean they have a risk of of resting players but now that you know if you've got brandon smith and you, you can obviously hold next week they got power who on a slide mm-hmm. and then the sharks mm-hmm. um That'll just be a bit of a party for them, I think. I imagine the Sharks are probably at an eight contention now after losing on Sunday. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Um, all right. So, so yeah. And then obviously the next game is the big, is the, is a big question mark game if Turbo plays or not. Um, I think if he plays, he's, he's the lock for captain, for captaincy. Is that correct? Definitely. He's just too good at the moment, unfortunately. Like, well, great for people. Obviously, it takes a bit of... It's always a tricky one, right? Because, mm-hmm. and this is always the conundrum, when it, when we, and I think it's been discussed at length previously, but he's just so far above and beyond. I guess Cleary, when Cleary was, was humming along, it was a bit different. Um, mm-hmm. He's just so far above everyone else in the way that he creates and the way that the scoring works um, with the fullback sweeps, right? Yeah. Um, the combination he's got with Garrick, I reckon that that turbo Garrick one, two punch, uh, has been so good as, as mm. an owner for the majority, you know, since, you know, probably around 13. Yeah. Um, he, it's so hard not to captain him. Yeah. I feel like, you know, most, I think he got 87, two weeks ago. That's probably almost the, the floor. Mm. Um, yeah. and you know, Canberra were pretty gritty though. I will say last, last Thursday night, they actually, had a really good second half. I think they were the first team to keep Melbourne scoreless in the, in, a, in, a, in the second half for a while. Um, they can they can grind up them, you know they can grind the game down. But 
Turbo is just too good. He really is. Yeah. I mean, if he goes out, obviously even Garrick, a fullback, he's still very playable. Um, Manly looked pretty good as well. They got a bit lucky with you know the Madison send off and mm-hmm. and then the Sinbin afterwards to just you know put the points on at the mm-hmm. end. But they're playing really, really, really good footy at the moment. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and my my concern last week about Josh Schuster losing time to. Uh, Curtis Sirenin didn't come to pass. Although it's just that didn't have a high-scoring game, I thought he was fine. What did he end up on? Because I know he, he thirty yeah, something. Okay. But but I feel like he got dipped, maybe an LBA or something like that. Yeah, I felt like he made a couple of half breaks. I mean, yeah, thirty-nine. Like to, he got. Yeah, don't always don't like to bang on about the scoring. I feel like last week in particular, um, mm. there were some pretty questionable decisions. Mm-hmm. Jerome Hughes got the try assist. Uh, for that Aramea try, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And he threw, he probably threw the third last pass in, in, from mm-hmm. the middle, and it was shifted through a couple of hands. Just some things yeah. like that can get a bit, get a bit frustrating. Um, yeah. And then, it, but like, Schuster looked like he played better than 39. That's probably not much consolation, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think with Paseka being out, Kepi's out, um, Sipley's back this week, so he'll go in the forward rotation. But yeah, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Hasler seems to like to keep two bodies fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think there's big minutes in the pack. Yeah. For Manly. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, for, um, I mean, yeah. So this this Canberra backline, though, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty raw. It's pretty green. Like yeah. Smith Shields, Tomoko, Seb Chris, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't so know. Nick, Nickel Klogstad's back. It's good to see him back. He is. Yeah, he's coming off the bench. I don't know if they'll do a reshuffle. Rapana's mm-hmm. been quite good at fullback. I think mm-hmm. he's he's scoring. He's been averaging quite well, and probably would have been a good pickup um, a while ago when he mm-hmm. was cheap and and I think he's averaged quite quite high since then. Obviously, yep. Simon's since come come back from nowhere and you know had had that crazy game, um, which he had he had exploded. You know, around I think round fifteen rewarded all the people that held him and then got injured at the wrong time before the bye. Um, but yeah, some other ones. I mean, that, that Smith Shields looks like a good player. Um, yeah. But yeah, just not much there for super coach. Yeah. Yeah. Then with, well, obviously with the Panthers, so um, Pangai Jr. And, and Fisher Harris both on the extended bench, but they're both expected to come into the 17. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what we can trust Pangai for. I've got, I've got him in my team, but I, I don't think I'll play him if I if I don't have to. I reckon thirty five to forty points would be my expectation. Like, I, we don't even know if he has a offload license. That's right, and I imagine he'd be coming off the bench probably. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, the benefit is it's one of the earlier games. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously squad depth for people is an issue so you know he can score if you have to play him yeah obviously uh, the second row's probably been hit pretty hard I know you had issues there last week um trying to find someone you know Harawir Naira who'd already been benched now obviously he's gone for the majority of the year Mm -hmm. Tupanil's score wasn't great um Mm -hmm. but I think still playable Um, and obviously Crichton's still suspended so um yeah, Pangai Jr. may be playable for some people. Fisher-Harris mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah. But it's not a great matchup against South. They've got a big pack. No. Yeah, um, that's right. 
So, and and then on the on the flip side, Alex Johnson returns, but now walks into, yeah, and but now now they walk back into some pretty uh, pretty dangerous matchups. So, yeah, I, I don't Alex know if Johnson. I'd play either of those guys if I had him. Yeah, I held Alex Johnson all this time, which you know might have hurt knowing there was so much money on the on the pine. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, yeah, I'll, you know, you play him out of. I'll probably play him out of necessity. Um, yeah. Because South look good and South favour the left edge, um, you know. Obviously, Josh Mansell's done really well in, the, in his absence. Uh, had a couple mm-hmm. of huge scores, but yeah, you know, Penrith and Penrith and the Roosters are a different beast. Yeah, yeah. Um, just we're going to go off for tangent for a sec. So Moses Embi is going the Dragons. Yep. What do you think? Like, is this good for the Tigers and is this good for the Dragons? Is this good for anybody? You know, I actually feel for him a little bit. Yeah. Um, Think about it this way, right? He was signed on good money from the Dogs. Yeah. I think we got him. He he played. He came. We got him just before the 30 June deadline, I think it was, or whatever it was, back in 2018. Made his Mm -hmm. debut. Um, for the Tigers against the Titans at Leichhardt. I was there. It was one of those big classic, you know, we're doing well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is push for the eight, home, you know, the home of rugby league. And mm-hmm. then we just got absolutely pantsed by the yeah. Titans. Yeah. One of those classic games where every time the Tigers play the Titans, you know, if you're doing a daily super coach, you bring Anthony Don in. He has <laughs> one game where he scores, you know, five tries. Yeah. Looks like a superstar. Um, so it wasn't the greatest start. And then obviously then Cleary leaves. Yeah. So the person who brings you on big money has a vision, leaves. Yeah. You kind of left, you know, the new coach comes in. It's a lot of salary cap. The dogs were chipping in from yeah. the beginning. Um, and now it's almost like we've had to flip that and, and pay for it. But I think it's probably the best for for both clubs. It's a tricky one, right? Because he's very handy in some ways, but, you know, 850 or whatever he was on, it's a lot of money. You know, when you're talking about people like, you know, Gutherson, you know, trying to cry out for for the big figures, um, you can see why agents push it when when numbers like, you know, um, you know Moses being on, by being on, you know, 850, But that's the thing. So, like, the Tigers, I think, are paying half of that. Yeah. But I don't even know if he's worth half of that anymore. The, 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 well, I think the other problem we've had is he couldn't really settle down a position. And, you know, where we've lacked in depth previously his positions have been where we've, we've actually had a bit of talent. So like mm-hmm. Dewey obviously he's really come, um, come into his own. He, he showed glimpses at South um, when he had that really good run in the finals um, yeah. when he was playing in the centers, I think, but he's, he's really come into his own this year. He's the six. He's going to be the six going forward. He's goal kicking. Well, mm-hmm. um, have you caught any, any of the Tigers documentary on, on KO? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's really it's been really good. Obviously, it's yeah. you know, not quite in the production capacity of The Last Dance and uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. you know Sunderland Till I Die and maybe what they're trying to push, but it's yeah. it's really good. But the thing that's obvious coming out of that and it's come out in the papers a little bit is just Tigers seem to be lacking a um, bit of leadership in the in the core group, like a very yep. vocal person, and and Dewey's definitely that person. Um, right. Or he's really been you know pushed pushed um, and presented that way, and I think that's true. So yeah. Back to you know, back to Moses. I think he um, was just a lot of money for that utility role. And I think if he, you know, he definitely he still plays good footy. But it's just mm-hmm. you know, once you start putting a massive price tag on someone, you look at them mm-hmm. with a different lens. Yeah. 
So, um, I guess for the Dragons, what is he going to be Norman replacement or utility or, or what do you think? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I my, my first thought was that he was going to be utility, but yeah, I'm not sure. Do you know how much Connor Watson signed back at the Roosters for? No, I don't. I mean, they reckon it was less than what the Knights offered him. Right. Right. If it was anything, oh look, if it was anything less than half of Embi's wage, obviously you take Connor Watson, right? Yeah. If, if if you're looking for utility, he's just so much more dynamic, isn't he? He just runs and so younger, much harder, yeah. and he's just there. Um, you yeah. know, it is a bit. You know, they're talking about it. That, you know, lording the big. You know, he's gone back to grow his game and. Yeah you know, wants to develop under the Roosters. But yeah. I think it's just another example of, you know, the good clubs get the players that they want. Yeah. And yeah. it seems like players are willing to, you know, get Take paid unders. less yeah, yeah. To, to be successful. Um, yeah. And it's hard to change that unless you get some really good local talent that comes in mm-hmm. and changes your club, i.e. the Trebojevic's. Um, mm-hmm. For Manly, they've really kind of, you know, rejuvenated them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, sadly for the Tigers and I guess the Dragons, you know, we just lose our lose our players. Yeah. To yeah, set yeah. clubs. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was a cool little uh, sidebar. Uh, Dewey is still playing fantastically. Yeah. I, and, I think yeah. when I look at, you know, if I was to do my, you know, um, post-mortem of, of my season, uh-huh. going, going Luai instead of Dewey, Mm-hmm. In about round round eleven, mm-hmm. was a huge mistake in hindsight. Um, I still got Lua just sitting there. I played him last week. He got sixty something. It was his best score in about ten weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Dewey's just in everything. He overplays his yeah. hand a bit, but so good for Super Coach. He's just in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So just an awkward. It was that half. It was that you know five eight fullback position where there just was actually quite a lot of um, you know players available this year. Made yeah. it tricky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know if there's anything to say about the Sharks team at this point. Uh, Ramian was good on the weekend, though. Ramian was really good. He looked really good. Um, he's yeah. got that offload, hasn't he? It's just yeah. makes different. Obviously, scored the trials up against him. Basically, buried my season. But he, yeah, he was a standout. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Talakai. What? How did he end up scoring? He he's back in the back row now. Um, yeah. He was he scored around around forty points I think but there was a few errors in his game last week yeah. like I, I thought he was going to get hooked at one point yeah so he's actually back in the back row um, he could be a bit of a dart throw you know Tigers you know the Tigers are improving but still a bit leaky mm-hmm. you know so you know if you do. I mean, Matt Moylan's sitting on the bench. He's not. He's probably not going to come in. But they are lucky in the halves, the Sharks. I think once once SJ went down, um, yeah. a lot of their direction. Obviously, Chad's moved on, so um, they look a little bit rudderless. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Actually, that Andrew Fafita injury was crazy. Um, yeah. In the end, yeah. luckily, is he still in the coma? Or is he out of the coma? I'm not sure. I think they've operated and it's all good. But I guess just swelling yeah. of swelling of the trachea. I think so. Um, closing everything up. Scary stuff. That is scary stuff. Okay, so yeah, onto the onto the dog. So Luke Thompson's has served his suspension. He's back now. Yep, straight in. Um, straight in, absolutely. Not much then, else there. No, nah, not much else there. Um, and for the Knights, with 
Dan Safidi's injury, Clemmer's back in the starting team. He mm. he's a interesting little little front row option if you need if you need someone. He's only three hundred ninety eight thousand dollars. I tell you who I quite like yeah. in the front row. I've got to check the price. Is Alex Twile? Really? I think he's on a sneaky little tear. Okay. Um, he's mm-hmm. four sixty five. Mm-hmm. He's dual. Mm-hmm. And he knocked out a 70-something, I think, on the weekend. Yeah, 72 and 74 minutes. Yeah, That's, so uh... yeah, playing big minutes because we've got a young, you know, young pack that's getting rotated. We're trying, we're trying little combinations. Um, yep. Yeah, so his last three, he's gone 72, 65, 72. Yeah, okay. So. That, that yeah, is a good shout. That's not a little bad option there if you're, you know, you're, you're struggling up front. Um I'm trying to, yeah, because I guess Papa Lee, he's he had a really low score, didn't he? He being mm. starting in the front row, he was off for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you see some of these plays that are, you know, were worth a lot now, mm-hmm. dipping. But I guess it's that far at the end of the season, um, yeah. I guess that if you've got the cattle, the question is, you know, are you, do you roll the dice and try and depod some of these? Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, well, I think if you if you are going to roll the dice, it's not in the front row, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think the other player who's come quite good, um, who's real cheap, and I'll just check the scores, is Sean Bloor. Yeah, Sean Bloor is cheap. He's 270. He's Well, he's got he's got 52, 53, 52. It's probably not winning your final, but, you know, if, you're, if you've copped a second row injuries you got and you need to pick up someone, um, otherwise you'll cop, you know, an AE plus something else, mm-hmm. you could do worse than, than Sean Bloor. Yeah, and they've got, he's... you know... They've got yeah. a couple of good games. They've got Penrith, but that's his old club. You know, might try and mm-hmm. lift for them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Sharks and, and the Dogs is, is pretty good as well. Yeah. Yep. And if Cheek, if Cheekham, he had two two opportunities to offload to Cheekham in space um, that went down. So mm-hmm. the attacking stats, you know, could be there as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so Eels-Cowboys, not like everyone. everyone's running from the Eels like a sinking ship, like rats from a sinking ship. Yeah. What what's happened? Well, I think it's kind of what happened last year as well, right? Like, so you know, apologies to Eels fans out there. Hey, listen, I'm I'm not a big advocate for Para, um, and never have been. Yeah. But last year they played the majority of games at home, had a really soft draw, got up to the finals, got yeah. bounced. This yeah. year they were cruising. I think I think they're victims of their own success sometimes because of the way that the media really pumps them up. Everyone gets yeah. excited when same old thing. Everyone gets really excited when dragons do well, the dogs do well, tigers do well, mm-hmm. and Parramatta, right? They're like mm-hmm. the, the big ones in, in the city market, I guess, when because they never do that well. They've got big supported bases. Yeah, Parramatta got the good story. They haven't won since 1986. They got the new stadium, but the draw for, to finish. Obviously, they're they flying. They, yeah. they knocked off a couple of the good teams early. I think they, I think they beat um, the Storm early. I think they mm. missed some players, but yeah, it was know, that wet game. Yeah, and they and they got up with they got up for that, which was which was huge. Um, mm-hmm. I think they had a. I think Penrith just beat them mm-hmm. in a tight one, but you know they've had this really bad draw to finish. Mm. Um. And they just don't look, don't look like they're playing for each other. And maybe it's because a bit of negative feedback. They're all in their own heads, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Dylan Brown looks like he's gone off the ball a little bit. Um, Gutherson just not having the same effect. But you know, their back line 
you know, looked pretty paper thin. I think they've had a couple of injuries mm-hmm. um, around there as well. Like Wonga Blake's not playing that great. Um, no. Making a lot of errors without the back five doing it. You know, the forwards just seem a bit slower. Um, yeah. But it's a weird one. It is weird. I don't know how you can, you know, you can fly and then and then go bad. I know Moses was out for a couple of weeks, but it doesn't look good for them. I mean, they're down in six now, I think. Mm-hmm. So they're a real risk of, you know, getting bounced first week of the finals, if, unless they turn things around. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from a super coach perspective, they've got a couple of tough games. You know, Gutherson did really well for a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. Mitch Moses hasn't really factored this year. Madison now is gone for a while. I mean, that yeah. was a pretty pretty nasty. I think it was a bit unlucky, but, you know, pretty nasty uh, tackle. Yeah. So, you know, it's just really been Papa Lee. Yeah. And who have they got there? Yeah, the cows. Right. Cows are obviously that that side is quite poor. Um, based it is. On they love giving out points. So I, I thought I really thought the Titans were the ones that were giving out all the points over the at least the past half season. But it's really the Cowboys are horrible. I yeah. I haven't really realized how bad they are. They kind of had this little renaissance, right, where they they lost like four in a row, obviously beat the Tigers yeah. of Leichhardt in that big game for Tommy. Um, then they kind of went on this little run. Yeah. They looked okay. They were kind of uh, still leaking a lot, but, you know, they were throwing the ball around a little bit. Um, Val Holmes was playing really well. He's mm-hmm. back now. I don't think he scored that well last week. I was kind of – I ended up going Joey Manu mm-hmm. um, just for the safety, I guess, even though he – been at fullback and now is in the center, so probably not great by me in the end. But you know, Holmes didn't do that well against the Tigers. I thought he might have done better. He obviously gets a good chance this week. Um, they got a pretty pretty good draw, I think, to finish as well. The cows, um, mm-hmm. but there's not much else. There. Scott Drinkwater can score okay, um, but yeah, super coach. Oof, there's not much. I mean, Benny Condon featured in a lot of people's teams for a while, but you'd be pretty brave bringing in a Cowboys player now. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. And Dragons Roosters, so I don't really want to say anything about the Dragons. Fuck, they suck. So apparently Griffin want, wanted to make JDB the captain. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I'll just, oh, yeah, I'll just leave that there. We'll just leave that, we'll just leave that yeah. out there, that yeah. tasty tidbit. Yeah. Roosters, again, no, nothing really interesting happening there. Um, JWH is back. Yeah, he was really missed last week. Yeah. They did not have much go forward up without him. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, if you're looking at this week, Tedesco has just has been great, hasn't he? And he kind of went off the radar a little bit, I guess, because you had Turbo and then you had Pappenhausen. Um, yeah. And now people might have jumped on Ponga. Um, so... I'm not sure. I mean, it's hard to know with the ownership because there'd probably be a lot of ghost teams from the beginning that still have Teddy, but he's probably a pod. Do you think Pappenhausen keeps the number one going position going forward? I mean, we said we said we expect Jerome Hughes to probably be out more than a week. Yeah, um, I think if Hughes is out, definitely. If Hughes comes back, I think it depends how they go this week. It's kind if of you had one, to, yeah, if you had to trade in a fullback this week... Who would you pick between Teddy and Pappenhausen? Mm. Keeping in mind, so Teddy's got Dragons this week, but he's got Souths next week and Canberra to finish off. Whereas Melbourne have a sort of easier draw, I guess. Um, 
Mm. Probably going Pappy. But not with much confidence. Yeah, Because right. the goal kicking. Unless, yeah. uh, if, if he has that, it seems like he kicks when he's on, so Hines loses that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Teddy seems, he's obviously fixture-proof. The other thing with with him this year is because there's no one else really around, he's just touching the ball so much more. Um, yeah. He's, his involvement for try assists has been quite significant. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that they score tackle busts, every time he can't, he's, you know, he dances and pushes them off. I feel mm-hmm. like that counts. So yeah. um, the interesting thing would be the price, I guess, but... Um, yeah, Tedes- Tedesco's back up to 700. Yeah, Pappenhausen is 426. Yeah. So obviously money's probably not a big thing right now, but no. I think if you're projecting, if you're projecting to the end of the year, that's actually, that's an interesting one because you know Teddy's definitely playing 80 in all three. You know he's going to be heavily yeah. involved. Yeah. Um, but Pappy has the ceiling potential, right? Hmm. And the way that they're playing, like they're absolutely dominating everyone. Yeah, I, th- I think at this, I think I'll go Pappenhausen personally. Yeah, I think you could actually claw back some points that way. Yeah, I think if you're ahead, you might go Teddy to play safe. But yeah, that draw is a bit tricky. The other guy that I'd kind of think about, obviously around below, but in the next, in the final game, uh, Reese Walsh looks, mm. looks really nice. Looks really good. Yeah, the Warriors, they just, you know, the good thing about them now is that they, they like we said last week, they're just throwing it around, um, yeah. which is great for Supercoach. And yeah. high scoring, and mm-hmm. they've got a couple of key players that are scoring quite well. Um, you know, Aiken's still in the back row. So he got 60-something, 60 67, I think, last week, and majority would have been base. Yeah, so Aiken's base uh, actually, he outbased Curran, actually. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, Curran was on about 50 after 10 minutes, which is exactly yeah. what you want. Um, yeah. And they've got, you know, like we said last week, their draw is so good. Um, mm-hmm. I think you can still, Curran's still in a reasonable price bracket if you're looking to get rid of someone and you've got, got the money like Ahara and Naira. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably better, you know, 50 to maybe a 70,000 upgrade. Um, so they could be the, you know, the ones staring right at, right at us. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, I think from Brisbane, you're probably not touching anyone. No, nobody. All right. So to recap, I think a hooker, if you need someone, get Harry Grant, right? Like there's, there's no, there's no, there's not really an alternative available there. Um, front row, Luke Thompson's back. So if you don't have him, I think he would be, he would be an option. Uh, Alex Twell was your other big shout. Yep. Um, then halves. So we talked about that. So I, I said DCE. What did you say? Did you say DCE or Cleary? I think Cleary if money's on a problem only because yeah. I think the interesting thing about what's probably swaying some of these decisions for me is people without trades, if you've had yeah. them, you can bring in some nice pods of players that are very good. Um, mm-hmm. And if the fixtures work, um, Cleary, we know what he was doing during the year. Obviously, it's it's not without risk, but it could be a really nice way to finish the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you know who I don't mind? Um, actually, sorry, going back to second row, uh, Mitch Barnett. So oh, yeah. now with Fitzgibbon gone, 
he's going to get his 80 minutes on the edge again. He's, you know, and he's produced before uh, early in the season. So he's a decent shout. I think Curran's like far and away the number one option in the second row. But uh, yeah, I don't mind Mitch Barnett either. Which is quite cheap too. Right. He's he's actually dropped quite a bit. He's 485, um, which is probably straight sort for Harawira Naira maybe because he dropped, he's dropped quite significantly in price. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was unfortunate because if you hadn't got rid of him, he had a massive break even, obviously ended up getting 13 last week. So he's dropped significantly in price. So what? So Barnett got 65 last week, 78 the week before a try. Mm-hmm. But they've got, yeah, the Dogs, which is a great matchup. Mm-hmm. Titans, which isn't too bad. And then they've got, the, got Brisbane again. So mm-hmm. as we talked about last week, and he's on that left edge. So yep. with Pierce feeding him, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. And in the centers, obviously, we, we just spoke about Ewan Aitken. Um, there's one other guy who I really like just because of his ceiling. Yeah. And he's freaking cheap right now. Um, Josh Adokar is $399,000. So that's the cheapest he's been all year. Um, Gold Coast, Para against Sevo, who's, who's not the greatest defender in the world. Oh no, that's not Sevo's side. That's uh, that's the other side. Um, and then and then Sharks to finish off the season. So three pretty reasonable matchups. Um, he's had a quiet few weeks, but they've had some hard games the last last three or four weeks. Yeah, that's a um, bad shout. Actually, I'm just trying to think. So Olam's out this week. But is that is that yeah. rested? Uh, yeah, I think he's rested. Okay, I think Olam being out's probably a good thing for him as well. Yeah, possibly. He, he, he tends to go go himself quite a bit. And um, I also think uh, Hughes being out might push more ball to the left as well. Well, Hines obviously has been sweeping at fullback. And I imagine with, you know, yeah, Munster, Hines and Pappenhausen in the spine, that's going to be interesting. Plus Harry Grant, they're probably... Yeah, there's a lot of points there. That's a really mm-hmm. good shout. I mean, Marion Seve, I'm, I'm not too familiar with... He's been in this system for a little while. I think he was originally at the Tigers, believe it or not. Yep. Um, but that's a great shout. And you know why he's another good one you'd look at getting now is because he was really popular like three weeks ago and then he yeah. just burnt everybody. So you probably yeah. get, you know, buyer's remorse for those who didn't, might have even got rid of who knows with trades. Right. But it's just that that looking at that, you know, player that no one's looking at at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. And... So we both said, if if Turbo is playing, he's he's captain, right? Yeah. That's the second game of the week, which means you're going to have to VC in the first game. Um, who would you choose between Harry Grant and Nico Hines as a VC? I would go Hines. I think I'd go Hines as well. Just on the ceiling. Yeah. Grant, even with attacking stats, you know, Hines can get into that 150 territory. Yeah. We've seen it before. Um, he might lose the goal kicking, obviously, but his ceiling's been really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think who else quickly in that first game. That's probably it. Then you've got obviously, yeah, the Manly, which is going to be interesting. I'm just trying to think of the makeup if they go out. So if if Turbo's out, Gary will go to fullback. Mm-hmm. Who goes onto the wing? Bellum Walker mm. probably goes into the centres, maybe. Yeah. It's silly because Brad Parker's out. That's not yeah. too much of a, 
of an issue for them. No. So they're looking, they're going to be quite good. Um, hmm. But uh, So if Turbo is out, who is the captain option? I think even though he even though he made a mess of it last week, I think he still has to go Pong against the Dogs, surely. Right? Yeah, I agree. And the good thing about that is at least you'll know early yeah. if he's out because of, obviously the challenges you always get with the fullbacks is this positional issue yeah. around you know locking players out. So yeah, I think Ponga Ponga against the Dogs mm-hmm. that's going to be good. And also because he scored, you know, thirty six against the Sharks, whatever it was, yeah, people are going to be a little bit apprehensive to captain him. So you might get a, you might get a bit of a pod captain there. Yeah, I think you could definitely make up a lot of points there. It's just mm-hmm. like we said last week; it's just a shame he's not goal kicking. Yeah, but Jake Cliff, Clifford looks pretty good with the boot, anyway. Mm, yeah, but yeah, Bradman Best repaid the faith. Um, Tuara, he's I think fat. Be quite that good. guy, he's so <laughs> fat. Well, I think he turned twenty last week. Yeah, I'm okay. Cool. So he's uh, scary to think what he's going to be like in a couple of years. He's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably end up going to the Roosters or something stupid for. <laughs> for a couple hundred grand but yeah. Um, but yeah that left edge for, for Newcastle now we've basically touched on all of them Looks, I think if you don't have them they're still pretty cheap and I think they'll finish the season quite strongly yeah definitely alright beautiful anything else you want to talk about man that's good for me um, just love talking about it also the um, you know in lockdown it's all been very tough but the fantasy Premier League started on the weekend as well and oh really? Had my NFL draft, so there's plenty of sport keeping me going. Yeah, okay, very, very nice. Yeah, look, I have to say, I'm, I'm very, very grateful that you know, even though you had a difficult matchup on the weekend, you were still eager to come in and, and chat Super Coach with me tonight. Well, that's the thing, and you know, I think you know, my beautiful fiance is very thankful that my season is over, notwithstanding yeah. any potential financial windfall, um, yeah. which we could have, you know, shared, um, yeah. obviously. But yeah. um, oh, we can watch the games a little bit stress-free. I was quite cost, what Costa said the other week. It's like I'll be walking around with no, no underwear on. Um, yeah. No underwear and no trades. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much for us. And, uh, yeah, I'll, we'll chat soon. That's right. Good luck. Good luck this weekend. Good luck, everyone. We'll see yeah. you next time. All right. See ya.